Good morning, good morning. How are you and your family on this fine, fine, beautiful day? I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you're excited today. Today is the day that the Lord hath made. We will be glad. We will rejoice in it. Rejoice in every single moment you have under the sun in this cosmos, in this arrangement. Be thankful. Be happy. Give God that sacrifice of praise. Praise him. Thank him. And be ye thankful. Stay in that thankfulness. It's a it's a good thing to be happy. It's a good thing to be thankful towards God. And there's going to be a lot of times in your life he sets the days side by side in order that we find nothing past him. You have the good days. You have the bad days. But in all days and in all things, just give him that sacrifice of praise. I think it kind of frames your mind to stay in the good. I was reading this morning in Ecclesiastes chapter 6. Verse 1, it says, There is an evil that I have seen under the sun, and it lies heavy on mankind, a man to whom God gives wealth, possessions, and honor, so that he lacks nothing of all he desires, yet God does not give him the power to enjoy them, but a stranger enjoys them. This is vanity and is a grievous evil. I didn't really understand this verse. I mean, I understand in a sense that if you're given everything, yet you can't enjoy it. You know, it sounds nice, but a couple of weeks, probably about six months ago, we're in the middle of redoing a lot of houses and the property and just a bunch of stuff. I was down at the cabin and I was kind of looking back up at the property and I realized you can have all the money in the world if you can't get things done or if you don't have people to help you do them, nothing gets done. And we were sitting in that. <laughs> I mean, like I, we have this fence that's just sitting there ready and wait, waiting to be put up. And we just don't have the time to do it. I understand this proverb. And that's why I always love God. And I love how this stuff will hit you every now and then when you're reading and it, you, you think you understand it until you actually can get a feeling towards it. If God's given you this time to enjoy, if God's given you these things, enjoy them. Enjoy your life. Uh, verse three, if a man fathers a hundred children and lives many years so that the days of his years are many, but his soul is not satisfied with life's good things, and he also has no burial, I say that a stillborn child is better than better off than he, for it comes in vanity and it goes in darkness, and in darkness its name is covered. Moreover, it has not seen the sun or known anything, yet it finds rest rather than he. Oh, just uh, over the weekend, I was I was hanging out with one of my buddies, and he kept talking about how he loves work, but he has no life outside of work. Work is not, that's not life. That's not living. Having a job and doing a good job and working and getting out there and going after it, there's nothing wrong with that. That's good, but you have to enjoy, and the reason why I say that, it's written. God doesn't want you to work only or to only work. He wants you to enjoy life, enjoy the good, life's good things. Enjoy what you eat, enjoy what you drink. Make your soul enjoy the good of your labor. These are all things that God wants for you. If you find yourself stuck in work, you gotta start to change your habits. Uh, Verse six, even though he should live a thousand years twice over, yet enjoy no good, do not all go to the one place. All the toil of a man is for his mouth, and yet his appetite is not satisfied. And I always think about this because no matter what you think satisfies you, you're not going to be satisfied in it. 
In fact, you know what? In fact, if you go to verse 10 of uh, chapter five, it says, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. And what advantage has their owner but to see them with their eyes? You're not going to be satisfied with the thing that you love. It's a, it's a change of mind. You have to constantly think about make your soul enjoy the good of your labor. That's like one of my favorite verses. Make your soul enjoy the good of your labor. Make yourself get out there and enjoy it. Make yourself be satisfied and stop your mind from the wandering. If you go back to chapter 6, I'm just going to finish up with this. Better, this verse 9, better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the appetite. This is vanity and a striving after the wind. Better is now, better is the sight of now than the wandering of your appetite because you cannot ever be satisfied in that appetite. Make your soul enjoy the good of your labor today. Start to enjoy your life and the things therein. Control your mind. Control your mind. Make yourself enjoy the good. Settle yourself. Better is the sight of the eye. Stay in today. Enjoy what you eat. Enjoy what you drink. Make your soul enjoy the good of your labor. Pray the big prayers today. Pray to God. You pray to God. You lift it up in the name of Jesus Christ. You don't pray to Jesus Christ. Pray to God. Have a phenomenal day today. God bless you and your family, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. As we sail into the mystic Well, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, today and um, just for a great weekend. I, I just pray that, uh, that you give me the strength to get through these chairs today again, that I can just bust this last one out. I thank you for getting me through that yesterday, or, well, that'd be Friday. And I thank you for just, just your word and what it does for me and how it humbles me and keeps me kind of my mind set on the right path. And I just thank you so much for your believers that you take care of them for the people that are coming here that you bless them and uh, again i just ask for a great day i lift everything up to you in the name of my lord and savior christ jesus